Continuing the Gemara on Daf Tezayin. So the Gemara pointed out a, lechair, a stira in the Mishnah, because the Mishnah had said there was Chamisha Tamim and Chamisha Muadim, and we assume the Chamisha Tamim are Ligoif, Ligoif, Lashuch, Larbuts for Livoit, and then the Chamisha Muadim are Shane, Regel, Regular Sharamuid, Sharamazik, Rishos, and Nizik, and Adam. And we more pointed out the Lechair, we have a stira in the Mishnah, because if you're going to be Chayiv for the case of Shane and Regel, that means you're talking about a Rishos Hanizik. Now, is Karen Bershus Hanizik Chatsi Nezik, or is Karen Bershus Hanizik Nezik Shalim? So, the Reisha, if it says those things are Tam, is telling you it's Chatsi Nezik. Whereas in the Seifa, it says Shahamazik Bershus Hanizik is automatically a mood, which is like Shittis of Tarfin. Then when you're Rishus Hanizik, you're automatically a mood and you pay Nezik Shalim. So the Gemara pointed out a stira from the Reisha to the Seifa. So the first text of the Gemara was Enechanami. The Reisha is Shittis Rabbonon, that you have Chatsi Nezik and you are a Tam Rishus Hanizik, and the Seifa is going according to Shittis of Tarfin, that you are automatically like considered like a mood, Rishus Hanizik. That is the first text of the Gemara. And the second text of the Gemara on top of Tezayin was, we'll just read from there, that uh, we're talking about one of those cases we had earlier in the parak, which was that the chotzer is going to be considered rishus hanizik for peris because only the nizik is allowed to keep his peris there. So in terms of shame, it's considered rishus hanizik in yechayev. But when it comes to the halacha of karen, in terms of having their animals there and then damaging each other, bertam karen, then already it's considered a rishus harabim, and therefore if tarfon will be minded that over there the Tam would be Chatzinezit. Le'gabi Shein, have a Le'chatzor Nizik. Le'gabi Karen, have a Le'chatzor Nizik. Le'gabi you can have this split personality to this particular Chatzor because for Shein, it's considered Rishos Nizik and for Karen, it's considered Rishos Rab. However, says the Gemara of Kana, I stole over the Shtikl Torah to Rav Zvid from Narda. He had a Kasha. And he said, You tell me the whole price, uh, the whole mission is of Tarfin. And therefore, if it's real Karen, it's Nezik Sholei. But here we're talking about where it was Kain and Rishos because they both could have their, their cows there. Hakatani, it says, Shame is Lechel Es Shane is muid only if it eats something which it normally eats. If it's not mishun, if it's normal Shane, it's eating regular food, then you're going to be chayev as a muid nezik sholim. Mashma, roi in, shane roi loi. If it eats something that's not normal, then you get, it's mashma in the mishun, it's not Shane, and you're going to be potter. Now wait a second. We're talking over here in Rishos Hanizik, right? Shane is only Rishos Hanizik. So if it eats something that's eno roi, eno not, not normal, Rishos Hanizik, According to Tarifah, it doesn't make a difference whether you call it Shane or now because it's Mashuni, you call it Karen because Karen Bershus Nizik is going to be Chayv Nizik Shalom anyways. Rabbi Tarifah, no more Mashuni Karen Bershus Nizik Nizik Shalom Shalom. Bishma according to the Rabbanon. So if it eats something normal, it would be Shane and Nizik Shalom. If it ate something abnormal, then it would be like a told of Karen, meaning it's doing it Kavanasi Lahazik Mashuni Kavanasi Lahazik, and then it would be Chayv Chatsi Nizik. Fine. But over here, according to Rav Tarfin, if you tell me the whole Mishnah is according to Rav Tarfin, and we're talking obviously Rishos Hanizik, because that's where Shane is Chayiv, well then Mishunah in Rishos Hanizik would also be Nezik Shalim. So that makes no difference whether he eats Royal or Eino Royla. So that cannot be that the whole Mishnah is Rav Tarfin. There's something missing in the explanation of the Mishnah. So then what you write? We're going to go back to the original Pshat. Then we're going to go into the Rabbanon, and a Tam Rishos Hanizik is a Tam, and a Pesach Nezik. Oh, what does the end of the Mishnah mean? The end of the Mishnah said 
that one of the cases of Muad was Shor HaMazik Rishus HaNizik is automatically a Muad. You misread the Mishnah totally. This is where you're supposed to read the Mishnah. There are five Tamim, which is referring to Karen, which are the Ligach, Ligoif, Lashuch, Larbutz, Lavot. It doesn't mean, we had read the Mishnah, there's five things which are Tam, and that was the first list, and then it said five things which are Muad, and the five things, the count of them was Shane, Regal, regular Shor Muad for Karen, Shor Muad Rishus HaNazik, and Rishus HaNizik, and Adam. So well, you misread the Mishnah. What the Mishnah means is these five things of Ligach, Ligoif, Loshuch, Lirboit for Livite are a Tam, and if you do them three times, etc., you become a Muad. So it's not, the next list of things are not part of the first line of the Mishnah at all. Five things are a Tam, and if you do them multiple times, you become a Muad. And then it says a different halacha. The Shein Varegel Muadam Itchilasan. Shein Varegel is not a Tam, but becomes a Muad. Shein Varegel is always a Muad. Nothing to do with our list. And then, Veheichan had the awesome Bechatzar Nizik. When the Mishnah said, Shar Hamazik Bershus Hanizik, that's going on Shein Varegel. That's not going on Karen. Because Karen Bershus Hanizik, like we just said in the Rational Mishnah, is regular Tam and Muad, regular halachas. Shar Hamazik Bershus Hanizik is a description of Shein. So, and therefore, it's all Shittas Rabbanan. Mask of Laravina, but that doesn't make any sense either. Hogatana the Kaman, we have later on in the next parak. The Mishnah continues describing Lukhar the cases are Mishnah. And the Mishnah over there says on Dafkhov Dalid, Shar Hamazik Bershusan is a Ketzad. Ke'ilu, it's explaining that line of our Mishnah, and then it brings the Machlekes of Tarfin and the Rabbanon, whether you're Chayev Nezik Shalim or Chatzin Nezik Bershar Hamazik Bershusan Nizik. So you see that that Mishnah is clearly understanding what our Mishnah says, Shar Hamazik Bershusan Nizik. It is not talking about Shane, it's talking about Karen. So that can't be shot in the Mishnah the way you just said it. it's talking about shame. Yeah, Bishma, I read that our Mishnah is talking about Karen like that. Mishmachi Ketani Kate. So that's why the Mishnah later on says Kate. It's explaining our Mishnah. The Yaman Lai that our Mishnah is not talking about that at all. Our Mishnah is talking about Shane. My Kate said Kate said doesn't make any sense. So that we still have to figure out what's shot in our Mishnah. I'll reread the Mishnah a different way. The first line of the Mishnah, like we just said, there are five things which are tam, and if you do them multiple times, you become a muid. And the five and five are the same five of the Karen and Toldo of Karen. Then the Mishnah says, V'shem v'regel muad amitchilasan. Shem v'regel are not like Karen. Shem v'regel are muad right away. V'zehu shar muad. When we talk about shar muad, that's referring to Karen, that became a tam and then a muad. And then, V'shar mazik b'rshus hanizik is not going on the case of Shem v'regel. It's actually going back on the case of Karen, but it's not telling you what the Allah is, that's telling you that's a mood. Sharmazik Bishnizik is a different category, and the Mishnah's hinting that that will be explained on Davchavtal, that's Machlag Zabtar from Rabbanon. And therefore, that line of the Mishnah is not going on the Resha. It's not telling you automatically it's a mood. It's just giving you an introduction to that topic, which will be discussed later on in Chavtal, it's actually Machlag Zabtar from the Rabbanon. So our Mishnah and were coming out in the Resha. Is talking about regular case of Karen. Doesn't say anything about Rishus Hanizik, so we're assuming it's talking about Rishus Rabim, okay? And therefore, it's a town that becomes a Muad. Shem Regal obviously is talking about Rishus Hanizik. That's fine. And that line of what happens to Karen Rishus Hanizik is actually Machlaikus later on. And then the Mishnah continues. Now let's keep explaining the rest of the Mishnah. There are other things which are automatically Muad, and they are Azevariya Dovevarbadis Tanyam Yochi, we actually have a Brisa which says that the breakdown of our Mishnah is exactly the way we just explained it. The Brisa explains, Chamisha Tamim Heim, Vim Hu Adon Chamesh Don Muadin, 
Mamish the same exact pshat, that the first five things in the Mishnah are standard are tam, but if you do them multiple times, you become a muid. Then, Shem Regal's Buah the Mitchilasa. Vizel Shar Muid, and those things would be Shar Muid. Vishar Mazik Prashusa Nizik is actually a machlegis of time from the Rabbanon. Vishar Muad Machem, Kitzbelo Zevari, and Dive and Amadra Badis Vanochosh. Very good. So it's Mamish like we explained. That's how the Bryce understands how to read our Mishnah. Some people learn it as a stira. Tanan, our Mishnah says, Chemisha Tamil, Chemisha Muadim, Vasulaka. Why does it say there's only five? So, how do you read the Mishnah? The Mishnah starts off, there's five things which are Tam. Then there's five things which are Muad. What are the five things which are Muad? And the Havamina, the way we explained it was Shane, Varego, Karen, Bishusanizik, Adam. And then it lists all these wild animals. Well, the Khar, these wild animals are also Muad. Why does it only say five? There's many more than five. Umashani says, I'm the way we just reread the Mishnah. And when it says five, the five and five is not talking about all types of mood. That in Karen, there are five things which are times that become a mood. And then we list other things which also happen to be mood. Okay, so that everybody agrees that that is Taka Pshat now in the Mishnah. And the five and five is not two lists. It's the same list of the different types of Karen and told of Karen that start as Tam and then can become Muad. Now let's move on to the list. So the list was to push, to bite, to sit down and crush, squat on Kalim. We said that that is not a Muad, that is a Tam. However, it's only that it's not normal for it to sit on large kelim. You have a small little cup on the floor, and it sits on it. That is actually normal for an animal to do, and therefore that would not be Karen at all. And Tom, that would actually be regal. Just like regal when it walks in and kicks a kli, a small kli. It's chayv mitam regal in Rishos HaNizik, of course. So also pachem ketanim, if it sits on it and crushes it, then it's going to be chayv, but then only Rishos HaNizik, not Rishos HaRabbit. That's pshat in the brayso. The brayso says, this to walk and to sit down and crush as other So you see, this brayso says you are chayv for sitting on kelim. Our mishnah said you're not chayv for sitting on kelim. Must be. It depends on the size of the kli. If it's a big kli, then it's going to be mishnah. It's going to have a din of karen. If it's a small kli, then it's a din of regal. Says the Gemara, no, it's no riot. When this price says lamayach, doesn't mean sit down on. It could be, it means brushing up against and knocking over, which that we definitely said in our Mishnah is going to be a case of Karen. Another way to say this is, said, don't think that this is only abnormal or large scale. Of a Bachim Gitanim is normal or Chehu. It's different than with the first version. First version of Belazer said, this verse comes from that, that both of them are love, okay, both of them would be Karen and Tam. So you see that some type of crushing Kalem is Orche. That when it's brushing by it, when brushing by it, then it's Chanami. It said, not sitting on stuff. So this third version is actually the same as the first version, that there is a difference between large kalim and small kalim. The mission then said a bunch of animals. So some of them we're familiar with. Zev is a, a fox of some sort. Uh, Ari is a lion. A dove is a bear. Namer seems to be some sort of tiger. 
And then we have something called a bardalus. And Nachash we know. What is a bardalus? Says my my bardalus. So I'm reviewed the nafrazo. What is a nafrazo? My nafrazo. I'm a very of appa. Appa seems to be some sort of hyena or leopard. It seems to be translated two different ways. Some sort of striped animal. Remeir says that besides the list in our Mishnah is another wild animal called a tzavua. Tzavua is a hyena. It's the same exact thing as we just said. We'll get to Rebbe in a second. Tzavua is the appa. So how could you say that a bardalus is an appa? If Rebbe is coming to add on a tzavua, and that's an appa, so they're both appa. So like Kasha, Kambat Savua Zachar, Kambat Savua Nekeva. Our mission when it said Apo was referring to a Tzavua Nekeva. When Mayor is adding on, even a Tzavua Zachar is also going to be Muad Metchilasa. Why would you think a, a Muad, a Zachar is any different? Tisanya. Tzavua Zachar, Lachar Shevashadam, after seven years, it's, it's not clear if it means after seven years when it's alive or after seven years when it's dead, but after seven years, Nasa Atlif. It somehow metamorphosizes into a bat. And at leif lachashavashalim, it turns nasa arpad, some other type of bat, it sounds like. Arpad lachashavashalim, nasa kimush, a type of stick. And kimush lachashavashalim, nasa chuch, which is a thorn. And chuch lachashavashalim, nasa shade. So, whatever this means, hashkafically, metaphysically, whatever it means, but the Gemara is assuming that the zacher version of this animal metamorphosizes or changes over time. And therefore, you might have a havamina, that's not going to be considered a muid, since it changes over time, it has a different halachic status. It has the same halachic status. Also, while we're throwing the ceiling, just finishes off with another piece of agarata. Shidre shaladam lacha shavashanam, the person after, here clearly means after he dies. After he dies, after seven years, nase nochash, it turns into a snake-like animal. If a person doesn't bow down by moedim, the idea of bowing down by moedim is hachno, of showing anova to kershpochu, we thank kershpochu, you can't thank someone unless you admit that they gave you something. So that's the idea of bowing. If a person doesn't bow down, so he's a balgaiva, he's a balgaiva, so that, that part of the shedra, which he was not machnia, turns into a snake, which is the lowest animal that goes on the ground. Amar Mar. So Meir said, which we said was the Zacher version of this animal. Rebbe Lazar, af hanochash. Masha Rebbe agrees to all the other animals. He's just adding also a snake. But that's not what he said in our Mishnah. But Antan Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Bizman, Shem, Benay, Tavros, That all those other animals are able to be domesticated. Only a snake, Vanech, Nachash, Mu'adim. It's not that Rebbe Lazar is adding a snake. Rebbe Lazar says, only a snake. So Rebbe Lazar, you have to change Rebbe Lazar in the Brisa. It does not mean af nachash, it means only nachash. Okay. Amar Shmuel. Ari Bershasam. So if you have this wild lion, which we said is going to always be a muad, and it comes into the Shasar album, Doras V'ochel. It attacks a animal, and it eats it while it is alive. It eats it while it's alive. So Potter. You're going to be putter in this case because if you ever watch any of those uh, National Geographic videos, when a lion or any of those wild animals attacks a victim, it eats it right away. It doesn't. It might kill it because so it doesn't run away. But generally speaking, is once it's maimed it to the point where the animal can't run away, the lion just starts eating it. And therefore, that's the normal shame. That is not Karen at all. That's not even anything machine at all. That's the totally normal way that an animal attacks and eats. And therefore, you're going to be putter b'rishasarabim. Now, it is a chiddush over here that you're allowed to just walk your lion in b'rishasarabim, and you're not responsible if it runs and eats. Um, that, that's an interesting point. Again, some of the Mishnah talk about that point. But Lamaisa, uh, the Mishnah seems to be saying that yeah, b'rishasarabim. Anybody can bring any wild animal they want, uh, and uh, it is what it is. So therefore, if it's a normal thing, you're going to be putter. But Torah fa'achal, 
if the lion kills its prey first and then eats it, then you're going to be chayev, because that's not normal. Rashi says, la morchehu. That's not normal for a lion to kill its prey and then eat it. And therefore, if it does it that way, that's already mishuna, that's already keren, and keren is chayev, rishusarabim. The more explains. Doris, we are patrochim in the orchil emedris, that's no offer to stomp on something, but not kill it. Havalik marash ashachal peris virakos, tavalik shem rishusarabim in his patr. But Torah, if it kills it, la morchehu, then it's going to be keren. Says Marlamim, the trefil avurchi. You're telling me that it doesn't. It seems like that for a lion to kill its prey before it eats it is not normal. Voksiv, the pasuk, pasuk in Nochum says, "Arye toraf b'dei goraisa." An a lion is toraf for its to bring food to its gurim, to bring food to its children. So you see, a lion is toraf. It does kill its prey. So no, b'shvil goraisa. When it has to bring meat home for its children, or back to its den, then it has to kill the animal. But when it needs to eat, it does not kill it. And therefore it also, the Pasuk continues, it strangles it when it brings it to the female lions. So again, it only strangles it and kills it to bring it back to the den, to bring it to the, to the Leviel. And it also is going to kill a prey to bring it back to its den. Again, only when it's bringing it back to its den, not when it's going to eat it on the spot. So when it's bringing it back to the den to its children or whoever else is living with it that it's responsible for, then in a chanami it's going to be normal. But to kill and eat on the spot is mishuna, and you're going to be pater versus sarapa. The Brisa says, If you have a chai that goes into the chatzar nizik, Now why? You just said tarfa is Mishunah, it's Karen. And Karen Bershus HaNizik should be Chatzin Nezik. If it's a Tam. We're talking about where it was normal. Why? Because the animal killed its prey to bring it back, we said, to its den. And therefore that's normal? And therefore that would be shame. This was interesting. If it's killing it to bring it back to its den, that's shame. If it's killing it to eat it on the spot, that's Karen. Sounds backwards, but that's what it is. The Bryce said it ate it. It killed it to bring it back to its den, so that's normal. Then it got hungry and decided to eat it. How do you know what's going on in the head of this animal? It killed it and ate it. If you see it kills and eat it, that would be Mishunah. If you're calling that not Mishunah, and you're calling that Shane, how do you know? If it is normal, the Shmuel Nami Tomachiu. In Shmuel's case, you said it's butter. Maybe when the lion killed it, it was planning on taking it back home, so it's not Mishunah. And now it decided to eat it. So if you have in this case, you should be have in that case. Some of Nachman Yitzchak. No, let's start in Katani. No, you have to read the bright and Chanami. If it kills it, it's Mashuna. And you read the bright as follows: When it said Chayish Nichzal Chatzar Nizik Tarfa Behema Ve'Achol, it's two separate cases. Shetarfa La'Aniach. If it killed it to bring it back to its home, to its den, then in Chanami that is normal and it's shame. Or Shedarsa Ve'Achol. Or if it strangled it and didn't kill it and then ate, then both both those came Shalom Nizik Shalom. But if it kills it to eat it. And the that's not normal, that would be carrot. Ravina Amar, no. Kikamar Shmuel, Bari, Tarbuos, Valibi, Rebelazo, Damar Lav, Orchehu. Really, when Shmuel said his halacha, that Arisha Doras, and Ochal is Potter, really a regular wild lion, could be Doris, and that's not, is going to be a regular Ari. <coughs> so, says Ravina, no. 
that really an animal is normal. It's normal whether it kills it or whether it doesn't kill it. Sometimes an animal does kill its prey. Sometimes an animal does not kill its prey. Either way, that's normal. And that's shame. Uh, what did Shmuel say? When Shmuel said that when it kills it, it's not normal. They were going in a domesticated lion. Now, we said you cannot domesticate a lion. Remember, Lazar said you could domesticate a lion. And therefore, by an Ari that's domesticated, then it's not normal for it to kill. Even a domesticated lion, it is normal to eat. To, to, to kill, to not to kill, but to maim an animal, it is normal. Just killing it is not normal. See, I feel Darsan Amalek. In fact, what do you mean? If it's if it's if it's if it that if that's the normal way it eats, then even if it's alive, you should be chayim. Shmuel said, "Dars v'yachol is going." Brishus Ram Dars v'yachol is going to be potter. So then, clearly, Ravina is not going on Shmuel. For Dars, you should be chayim because it's domesticated. If it's domesticated, then it's not normal to, for it to kill anything. And then you should be chayim as Karen Brishus and Nizik always. Ella Ravina lava the Shmuelit. Ravina said it's halacha. That Ravina said that we're going with Lazar, he wasn't going on that part of the Bryce. Shmuel is like what Shmuel said. When the Bryce that we just said, that's talking about a, a domesticated animal. Okay? It says, So then why is he paying Nezik Shalem? If it's not Shane, if it's Karen, because it's not normal, then you should pay Chatzin Nezik. We're talking about a case where it was already a mood. That Bryce, the whole context of that Bryce is talking about Shane Halachas. It should be Gabi told us to care about the mistake. And therefore, it's a kasha. It's a little difficult to explain that that Bryce is going on that. So therefore, we're going to be forced to. The only terrace we have in Shmuel is that when Shmuel said that the Aribish is around, Daris Rachel is Potter, Tarf Rachel is Chayiv, he was going in Shitas Rulas. Says the Mishnah. Only up to the value of the animal that did the damage. What does it mean? You have to pay from cash from your chasim, meaning from the best stuff that you have, like we said, meitav, etc. Where do we see that that lashon means the best? So the pasuk says in Divrei Yom, Chizkiyah Melech died. In the Ma'ala, what is Ma'ala? They buried him in the part of the Kevr over there where all the tzaddikim were buried. So you see Ma'ala, Mu'ala means the, the best, and that's what it means to pay Minha'aliyah. The Pasik says, when it talks about Chizkiyodayim, Bisamim, Vizonim. What does that mean? My besamim vizonim. What did they put in the kever? So Rilezam is zini zini. They put lots of different types of summon to make a good smell there. means it's like perfumes that are usually used for, for Zionists to be seduced stuff. So that's the type of stuff. I don't know why they use that. I guess it has the best fragrance. The Mark brings a, a little piece of agadat over here. The Pasik says, Yirmiya. That when he's talking about the Bnei the people where the town he came from who wanted to kill him and were not happy with all the vuas he was saying, he said, Tishma They tried to capture Yermio. They tried to uh, make him stumble. What is this referring to? Yermio was a coin. And they spread rumors that he was Mazana with a, a Zaina, which would be also to a coin. What's the machlek? Is how you read the pasuk? The pasuk says 
in Mishlei, you use the Lashon of Shucha, Amuka, in reference to a Zayna. See, also, it's Kara Shucha, it means they, they, they spread rumors that he was Mazanam with a Zayna. Where do you see that the Pasim Shucha? What do you mean? That's also called a Zayna, so it makes sense. Bishman it says in the Pasik, continuing in Yirmiya, Vyata Shemiatachi should call it Sesam Alai Lamovis. They tried to get him Yirmiya killed. Now, if he's being Mazanam and Shazish is a Khir Misa. If he's a Khan being Mazanam with a Zaina, it's a lot. It's not a Khir Misa. Besides spreading these rumors, they actually threw him into a pit full of mud and he could die there. And it actually was real Misa. Darashava. The Pasik says by Yirmiya, and that's the Pasik. Because Yirmiya was davening that these B'nai Anasot who were starting up with him should be Mukhshal Fenecha Be'es Apecha. What does that mean? Uh, so the bar explains. That's the continuity of the Pasuk. Remember, the Gemara says a few places that if you give tzedakah to someone who doesn't need it, he tricks you. You don't get a mitzvah. So Yemir was davening. Even these people, they, they make themselves big tzaddikim. They're giving tzedakah. Make sure they're giving it to fakers. And if they don't get the schus for that, so therefore, says the Gemara, that's what Yemir was explaining that. We just brought this all here because it talked about the uh, the pasuk of Shucha before by Chizkia, and therefore we brought it over here by Yirmiya. We'll continue with Hashem more tomorrow.